Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important, getting or letting go? Kelly Butler is a former Winnipeg Blue Bomber, but he also played in the NFL. Butler now works with indigenous children in Winnipeg. Playing for a purpose, works with young people, providing mentorship and creating opportunities. Kelly, as a black man and a former professional athlete, how are you feeling watching all of this unfold? Good day. What's going on, coach? How we doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Man, the energy is right. And uh, this was listening to some of the tapes from uh, our coaching corner. I think we've been doing this for four weeks and really uh, excited to hear what you have to say and got some positive feedback. A lot of the things that are uh, being said, people are taking into action. So I'm feeling good about what you have to, to talk about today, coach. Awesome. Today we're going to talk about time doesn't stand still. Time doesn't. It doesn't, though. And, and, and you think about that. Where does it go and what you've done with it? So talk to me through it. What do you mean time doesn't stand still? How, how, explain that to me. Well, no matter what, Mr. Butler, the world is going to turn and we need to embrace it. Uh, challenges, the ups and downs, adversity we're going to face, everything. Uh, it's funny though when you look at time and you look at it from when you were a child and you're in a hurry and now having that pause to be able to kind of look at certain things, I appreciate time so much more as I've gotten older um, and, 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 and the time I spend with people. So true. So the first thing I'm going to talk about, point number one, mm-hmm. wake up early. What is what is that? Why? Why is waking? I know why it's I do a it. Fresh start. Now, you're, you're rejuvenated. You're energized. You're ready to go. You get your day started. And that's how you start everything off is, you know, two feet on the ground. Let's get up early and let's start. Let's tackle today. So let's talk about this first point. Get up early and let's be detailed, coach. Let's really hold people to accountable. What's early to you? What do I get up at three o'clock in the morning? So that's the ridiculous. What is the regular for people? Well, that's insanity, actually. I know it is. It's just why I'm crazy. It's what it is. What it is. Um, we're not. We're not judging each other today. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. All right. So six o'clock a.m. Now is that every day, coach, or is that Monday to Friday? I don't even need an alarm clock. Nor do I. So that's and so six a.m. every day. Point one: get up early. What does that do for you um, as a, as a, as a general manager, as somebody that's been able to overcome? Why do you feel that getting up gives you an advantage? It gives me an advantage. I'm the first one in the office in the front end of the store. I lay out my plan. How am I going to tackle today? What I'm going to do? I set my goals and I push through them. So you just basically have given yourself more time in the day than the average person that may get up at seven o'clock or seven thirty. You've given yourself an hour, an hour and a half, two hours of. What happens is when when you're doing that and you're getting up at seven thirty, eight, eight thirty, all you're doing is you're starting your day off wrong. You're going to rush. You're late for something. You're going to miss something. Stop right there. You're not enjoying your morning, your coffee, your bowl of cereal, your your bowl of fruit, whatever you need. Pause right there. That's the key right there. Tell people the mindset of that extra hour when you just condense having to be at work at 830 and you get up at 730. People don't understand that time doesn't change, but you're like, you didn't give yourself enough of an opportunity. So I, I remember when I was selling cars, people would always be a minute or two late. I'm like, this is poor planning. And but they would do it every single time. And I'm like, doesn't that just set you off? And they're like, it does. And there's the person that had the energy drink and smoking all the cigarettes. I'm like, 
why won't you plan just a little bit better to get a little bit earlier? And, 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 and it's a concept that a lot of young salespeople never really brought into their life and it, and it, and it becomes problematic. Well, what happens is that your body needs X amount of rest, correct? Exactly. So, and what are you doing at night? You're on social media, you're watching TV, you're really not putting great things into your mind. Shut that TV off an hour earlier. Shut the, your, your cell phone off, shut your, your social media, whatever you're doing. Go to bed an hour earlier and get up and, and get up. Take that hour, add it to your sleep. Next morning, set your alarm clock and start. If you're up at 7.30, 8 o'clock, do it 15 minutes a day. You if you're an 8 o'clock person, set it 7.45. The next day, do it 7.30. The next day, 7.15. The next day, 7 o'clock. Train your body. You just said it, Coach. I love what we did. We broke it down to the basics. And we're going back to the basics as time doesn't stand still. And let's revisit this point. First and foremost, this is the fourth week. So people that are listening, make sure you have your notebooks. Make sure you're taking these notes down. Mm -hmm. And the notes that I've gotten so far is, you know, there's an advantage to waking up early. And now in doing it in incremental steps of if you are late, if you wake up at 730, wake up at 715. If you wake up, just give yourself a little bit of time and then get set at six o'clock. From there, be able to go to bed an hour early so you're setting your night up. The one thing that I would add to this and we can go to the point, the second point is set your day up the night before, put your stuff out where it's supposed to be. I, I found that the night before, if I put my workout gear out, I put my things, then now in the morning time, I'm not chasing where my charger is. I'm not looking for my workout gear because I find a lot of times in the morning, if I don't know where my keys are or my wallet is from the night before, I've lost 45 minutes because I couldn't find something. So I always try and put, I always try and be for the night before, make sure I know where my things are at. So in the morning time, it's just a smooth transition into getting up and getting to what I'm trying to do. So true. All right. So point number two, coach. All right. What's the next point? You just touched on it a little bit. Set daily goals. Something that you can accomplish today. And, 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 and when you say daily goals accomplished, give me an example. What's an example of a daily goal that makes you, what's an example? Run 5K. Coach, I can't walk five steps. So how does somebody run 5K when they're, I, like, that's a big goal. Like, well, like, come on now, let's not be like, you want me to get up early and now you want me to run 5K? Like, okay. that's ridiculous. No, it's not. No, it's not. This is all mindset. Once again, let's break it down. Start the day, first day one, Yep. 500 meters. Five. Thank you, coach. Like that 5K sound like a big elephant in a small room and I'm not that hungry and you're making me eat 5K of elephant. Like, <laughs> stop. Like, whoa. Like, give me five seconds to digest the thought of 5K. And now you've told me 500 meters. So that's just a few feet because meters in Canada is feet in the States because I'm American. So I just got to, I, I got to do some exercise for a period of time. Two football feet. I'll break it down for you. Two football fields. That's not that bad, coach. When you say two football fields, I can do that. You know what? You're a good okay, coach. So that's day one. Day two, four <laughs> football fields. Whoa, 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 coach. Day two, I got to go to four? Yep. Now I got a question. What do you do day three? Here's my question for you. Can me and you go back and forth right here and have player to coach? And I'm going to give you my point and you take your point and we see what the audience thinks. So my, my point is saying, instead of going from two to four, let's stay at two for the, for four days. And then next week, let's go to three. Rather than jumping up so much, let's just get a, key, a clear baseline of saying, hey, let me do 200 a day for the next five days. That's my opinion. Perfect. Uh, the key to all this, so Kelly? 
is make sure you accomplish it. You ju- and so if it's, let's do two football fields for a full week, yes. just make sure you're accomplishing it daily. And you just said it, and the word is this, Coach. What did you say? Daily, which is consistency. You consistently wake up at six o'clock. So when we're trying to set this in the beginning, I always found that consistency with the basics will be brilliant in, in the big picture. If you can beat people at the little things, you will dominate them at the big things. You better believe it. So we're now we got point one, wake up early. Point two, set daily goals. I'm, I'm loving this. And what's point three, coach? Eat well. Eat well what? Like, what does that mean? Like, and I, now you're just, now you're Healthy. Missing. Healthy. So what happens, Kelly, and I know you're a healthy individual, when you were not in your fitness stage in life and you, you, you're, you're hurry, you're in a rush, and we just talked about that, why we should get up early and have our bowl of cereal, whatever, you're going to grab something on the way. If you're running late for work, you're going to grab an Egg McMuffin or you're going to grab at lunchtime because you didn't pack your lunch. You're going to grab a Big Mac you don't feel the greatest when you eat stuff like that. hundred percent. Now, now you my, don't. Now, when you say eat healthy, what's a, like, for me, I know what I did. What's healthy to the audience? Because there's different stages. My, 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 once, once again, you have to break it down. So to me, a nice, in the morning, a bowl of yogurt with some fruit. Okay. I, I do not eat out at work. That, I have a that, homemade lunch every day. Let's let's stop back and let's go back to point number two, a daily goal that we can add into that. Not only are you working out, now we're eating healthy. Now for planning, it means that we could probably save some money if we just put away a lunch and we were healthy at lunch. Because how much money do the salespeople waste on the coffees and the lunches do you think your sales staff waste rather than just taking a few minutes to pack lunch? How much money do you think they would save if they packed the lunch? Oh, $20 a day, 15 to $20. So $20 a day, 30 days, $600 a month, $600 a month over 12 months, $7,200 $7, in a year. What could you do with $7,200 in a year? Oh, invest it. In, invest, whoa, coach. You're talking about investing now? So if I wake up, I prepare, I have extra money to make money? Oh, we got to- 100%. We, let's, we can't get them giving them too much coaching stuff right now. Right now, we just got to slow- Okay, we're going to go baby steps. Baby steps. So the first one is getting up early. The second point is setting daily goals. The third one is we're breaking down now having fruit in in, in the breakfast in the morning and, and, and packing we're a lunch. We're eating well. We're eating well. If you were to say, and here's the, I'll add to this, cut one negative thing out and add one positive thing. So let's break it back down. If you drink pop, take out pop and add water. Just take out one substitute and can be consistent. The way I started losing weight, because I lost 130 pounds. And I want to make this very clear that Kirk Consilla was the biggest factor in starting this because he was on a weight goal before I was, because he was going through some transitions that we weren't aware of that we've talked about in previous shows. So he set the bar of being on the Stairmaster. He he made it okay to get back in shape at, at, at a later part in life. Now, what we are talking about is saying healthy. How can you be able to be healthy? We're simplifying it and saying step by step. These are the things that we've done over the course of a year, over two years, three years. Kurt, I've known you for a long period of time. I don't want the audience to feel overwhelmed, but I want you to be consistent because if you do it over a period of time, the results will come. But you better be writing this stuff down because I'm listening. Coach, can you go over the first three points again, please? Point number one, wake up early. Yes. 
so you get a fresh start. Point number two, set daily goals. But I want to put a caveat on that. Okay. That are attainable. Nice. Okay. Number three, eat well. Save money. Eat well and Number save money. Number four. Because let's add a caveat. If we eat well and save money, we're, we're, we're saving close to $7,200. Today, you've saved, saved $7,200 that we've saved just in 12 minutes. We've saved our audience. We've helped them. So, not, even, not even the money, Kelly. It's also the health. I agree with you with the health part, but people are goal oriented and they like to talk about dollars. When you say, well, I'm buying this house, I save this. So when we talk about KPIs and 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 because our audience might be educated or more educated than we give them credit. So when we say uh, this. Be, uh, Kelly, also explain what is a KPI? A KPI is a key performance indicator. So when you look Correct. at certain things in your life, you say when somebody's going to do an acquisition of a dealership, they look at this, the, the scalability of it. How much can I improve your KPIs from where you are to where you are? Correct. So if you're in shape and you're saying, well, your key performance indicators are how much you weigh, what time you get up, and your results. If I can be able to say, if you get up earlier, you perform better, the, the I, it seems like the intelligent thing to do. And if you keep listening to it, your KPIs will increase if you consistently wake up at the right time, perform. At the end of the day, it's going to happen. So KPIs, key performance indicator. And the one thing that as you listen to this podcast, you have trained professionals as a general manager who was in the business for a long period of time. And myself, I have a sales background and and a management background, but understanding the terminology. So that's a great question. KPI. And if you have any questions, please check us out on the push with uh, the push uh, with KB um, to be able to ask questions. If there's something that you don't understand, please do ask that question. So thank you, coach. We are on point number four right now. Yep. Read something positive. Right. Read something positive. Just it's going to help. It's going to help motivate you. And And that's key. Keep everything every day and getting up and moving and eating right. It's all motivation. It's self-motivation. It's getting it from a book. It's getting it from a saying on a wall. That's, that's what it's about. And I think for those people, when you say read what, when you're like, you have a phone, you have an ability to do audio books. Cause I'm not a strong reader. And when we say read, we just say digest some new knowledge, be able to, instead of getting, going home, getting on your video game machine, which is okay. Or just jumping in front of family guy. If that's all you're putting in, then you're putting in a lot of things that are not going to help you get better. It's going to keep you very stagnant. If you're able to add a little bit of information daily, a little bit of information over 365 days. I remember one of my sales managers said it was his mobile university. He would get in his car, put on a podcast or put on something. He was like, over the course of the time, 30 minutes a day, he was like, I put this many hours in. And we all hold the old adage of if you put 10,000 hours into anything, you've mastered it. So I'm like, man, just continually building those healthy habits of saying, well, what's your radio station you listen to in the morning? Well, instead of listening to it for an hour, listen to it for 45 minutes and for 15 minutes, substitute something positive. Correct. You know, trying to simplify it to the basics because it doesn't take a lot of, it's very, once you get a system in place, you start seeing the success. The hardest part is finding a system that works. And Kurt, your system in in sales and in people and being parenting, it's been working very well, regardless if it's COVID or it's not COVID, you found a way to stay motivated. And I think that's important for our audience to to, to, to be reminded of because you are a person. What they need to be reminded of is the little things will make the big difference. 
What do you tell yourself, coach? So now you've been coaching and you've been getting a lot of positive feedback. How does it, what do you tell yourself when you're trying to reflect and get yourself as a leader and general manager? This is for our leaders now. How do you motivate yourself to motivate others? Uh, as I said, you, you, everything starts from the moment you get out of bed. Every single thing. And if you believe, you know what, today's going to be a crap day, it's going to be a crap day. If you wake up in the morning, go, today's going to be a great day. It is going to be a great day. That's the way you started. It's all attitude. Attitude is everything. And that's how you have to lead. And let's break it down. Positivity is king. Because let's break it down to positive. Or queen, whichever way you look at it. Yeah, I love the way you, we, we clean up when we do that. We broke down every other part. We broke down part one, and point one, point two, point three. Now, when we read... Who is somebody that you would recommend as a book or a podcast or a mentor? Because people are like, it's overwhelming to go to a bookstore or a library or these kind of publications. So if you were to direct somebody, is there a couple authors or a couple books that you would say, hey, these were some yep. things that were, were very inspirational in my life? You know what? It, it, honestly, I found everything Kelly on the internet. And yeah. that's it. And it's what, what is your interest? If it's positive quotes, go to positive quotes. If it's... Uh, Energy, go to energy. Use Google. Google's the best thing in the world. Hey, coach, I got a question for you. You, you want to start a book club? Not a book you club. You told me earlier you're not, you're not a strong reader. We're going to get you into reading now. No, no, no. I'm an audible book person. So like, say, let's say somebody's... Okay, so, so if me and you have a book a month, so we pick a, we pick a book that's a, an educational book, and I'm saying, hey, I'm going to audible it, and you're going to read it, and we recommend it to the audience, and then a part of the show, we say, hey, where are you at in the book? Well, this is what we took out of this particular book. So we can show them how maybe I take something from a book, you take something from a book, and the audience can take something different, and we can kind of bring them up to a book. So a Think about it. Let's do it. I like it. You know, think about it like 15 minutes of a book a day or whatever you say. At the end of the month, we should be able to, you know, finish a book and we should be able to. I agree. All right. So we're now we're going to put this in there. Coach Consilla and Coach Butler are going to figure out a book for next week's show. Um, and we'll be able to kind of break that down. We'll start having a book club and being able to expand our knowledge. And it'll be diverse books. One might be on sales. One might be on motivation. And we'll be able to have the audience say, well, hey, these are books we recommend. So I think knowledge and education is important. And I also think that getting to our point number five, because that's what our, our fast five is, uh, Coach Point, what's, what's, what's our point number five? Give back. Ooh, what you mean? Donate your time, whether it be a charity, whether it be uh, to your community, whether it be to your community club, whether it be to a high school you attended. I, I don't know whatever your beliefs are, but I believe you need to give back. I, I couldn't believe how many communities and cultures that actually follow suit with giving back. It, it becomes in your culture. It becomes part of your energy and you're not doing it to have anything in return. It just feels good to see somebody follow through on themselves and be able. And I think giving back reminds you, you once were there. And I think as I've gone through life and sports, I've tried to do a good job to give back to my community, but also share. But I see a lot of people that have these aspirations to get out of their community and forget to give back. And they make it seem like they're doing something great. I'm like, whoa. It's very important. And the thing about it is don't give back to go out there and get credit. Give back because that's the right thing to do. And then and that's my frustration is you don't need to be accredited for doing something charitable. No. 
and, and giving back. It should, it, that, that in itself is self-motivating. Giving back is self-motivating. And, and there's different... And you'll feel good about it. And there's different ways to give back. So having a charitable organization with playing for a purpose, it's a multi-level mentoring program. There's different ways that I've been able to give back my energy. Coach Concilla right here is giving back time because he's educating. If you were to look at billable hours for the, the education that Coach Concilla is giving, he's giving back his energy for free. You know, he's being able to have you digest this and saying, if you can take this and implement it into your life, it's going to give you something, but it's also going to give your community something. If you're performing better, if you're eating better, if you're healthy, then you're just more positive to be around. Your energy feels better. So you're giving off what you're getting in. I think sometimes, coach, do you ever realize the people that are the most negative are the people that are giving off the worst energy and wasting their time? And the people that are most positive are giving up positive energy and being productive. Would you say that? We call that the bus, right? You you don't want people like that on your bus. The negativity on your bus, unfortunately, it's a a waste of space. It's a waste of time and it's a waste of energy. And And unfortunately, sometimes you have to ask those people to get off your bus. And I think it's not unfortunate to be able to have the self-confidence and discipline to communicate and stand up for yourself. Is it is it unfortunate if somebody, is it unfortunate to keep somebody around or is it fortunate to step up for yourself? What do you think? Well, it's unfortunate to keep somebody around. Reason being is, it, is if there was a constant Debbie Downer and everything is negative and the glass, glass is always half empty, it's, that's, you don't need that in your life. There's enough, there's enough negativity going on in this world. And you said it first when we started in the, the coaches corner with the check-in is that time doesn't stand still. So why waste energy on time that people are making this choice? Cause this is a choice, right? This is a choice to tune into it the pot. It's a choice to get up out of bed. It's a choice to either wake up at six o'clock. It's a choice to wake up at six fifteen. It's a choice what you eat. It's a choice, you know, um, if you're reading or not. But I think that in itself is like that time is going to happen. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you something, Kelly. If you just did two, hypothetically saying two of these points, would you be a better person? Or would you feel better? Oh my goodness. Just two. Just two. If I had to pick out of these five, the one that would be the biggest one is this, the time thing, waking up early just to get yourself mentally prepared. And if you reverse backwards and said, wake up early. All right. Now set a daily goal, be healthy, read this and give back. I'm giving back. I'm reading something positive. I'm being healthy. I'm setting daily goals and I'm waking up early. It works front and back. It's just a, it's a cycle. And I think the biggest thing is the first part is just saying simply wake up. Set a goal and be <laughs> just wake up. And that's it's not, it's, it's, it's I got older, it's like it's right in front of you. You see people doing these things. People want to be able to slap on lipstick and make it cuter than what it is. It's like, it's hard work. How hard is it to be successful, Kurt? There's no shortcut. Yes or no? No, there's no shortcut. It's very hard. And once you realize that time doesn't stand still and you can't get back time, people seem to work at a pace that makes sense to where they want to be in life. And people that are somewhere in their life, they want to stay there so they understand how to work, work with time, not let make time work against them. Correct. Because because you think about it, Kurt, I'm going back to school and I think about the time that I wasted not being serious in school. And this is a, a very transparent podcast. I'm going back to West Lafayette to go back to Purdue University. And I left early because I skipped a step. Now, when we look at the timeline, coach, remember we had a timeline when we sold cars or you were a manager. Do we, is there still timelines in, in, in sales or is there still, is there certain processes when somebody comes to, of course, so, of course. So, so there's processes and everything in life. 
So if you skip a step in a process in life, what usually happens when you skip a step, when you greet a you customer? skip the sale. Now, if I skip a sale of education because I left early, I got to say- You're shortchanging yourself. Now, if I'm shortchanging myself, then am I minimum wage? You're not getting everything out of life. I'm minimum wage because I took a shortcut. Yes or no? Correct. So I took the short, but the bigger picture would be go to back to a big university or a university to see the bigger picture that time doesn't stand still and I'm an uneducated or un incomplete version of myself. So I have to finish something. I have to finish that step. But guess what? When you skip a step, Kurt, what do you have to do? You can't go back to that step. You got to go back to the beginning, right? 100%. So now you got to go back to now. You don't get that same customer over. The next customer that comes back in, you have we, to- Kelly, we all learn from our mistakes. And guess what though? Now it's, we learn from our mistakes. It's what are we going to do to not make that same mistake again? Could you imagine, this, this is the greatest thing about going back to school is getting a second chance. That customer that you didn't take serious the first time, what if they gave you a chance to come back and resell it? Oh, that'd be awesome. And that's kind of when I look at it, if you get a chance to reset that customer or yourself and you see a situation where you're like, man, time doesn't stand still, nor does you stay holding yourself back because of time. It's, it's just as important as it is 38 years old, if not more important to go back to school. I could care less about the age of people that are in school. I understand education over time will change the direction I want to go. And I admire them that do that. And I admire somebody. I admire people that go back and get, the, go back and either A, redo their education, finish an education, or just want to get better. Let's break it down to the basics and keep it relatable to my audience and your audience and our audience as, uh, as somebody that deals with sales, especially during COVID. When somebody hears a no in the beginning of a day, that can set you off in a positive way or a negative way. I remember Saturdays, you get that first customer, you get into a role, you're set up for the day. You can put up one, two, three, four cars. You get the, that first customer and you don't, it can set you off because either you're skipping a step or you're just set off and you just lost 24, you just lost a day. So I look at saying, stop, reset and take a second. And that's where coaching just come in and say, you got to get off the floor, man. You got to reset your mind. That was one of the things that I looked at in the car business is get somebody off the floor, reset them because he's hurting the team. You know, as a coach, how many salespeople that are performing bad, they're just burning customers. That's kind of like you're burning time. So you have to really sit back and think about that saying, slow down because you weren't prepared. Doesn't allow for you to put somebody else that was prepared to come here to do this. But if you need time to look at it, let's just see the bigger picture. You skip this step because you didn't wake up early. Oh, now you get mad. Now this is when people get mad at coaches. You're like, did you take notes? Nope. Did you set goals? Nope. Did you eat breakfast? Nope. Did you read something? Nope. Are you late? I should fire you. You're mad at me because you didn't do what you did. And it's my fault that you only have three car deals and everybody else does. But I'm a bad guy. Well, hmm. The time that I've spent doing this, I've lost some car deals. And you think about that because if you just took 15 minutes and listened you wouldn't be getting fired. Most people fire themselves because they don't set habits and they look at the time and say, what did I do? Rather than listening to us and saying, learn from some of our choices and be able to make choices that help you become the person you wanna be. Awesome, well said. Coach, what do you think right now? How's your daughter doing with this whole situation, going back to school and keeping her mindset because we always wanna make it about, you know, what we can add as, you know, not only professionals, but as parents and fathers. 
how's your daughter dealing with some of these things? How are you coaching her through, you know, staying motivated and, and, and with her time? I just feel sorry for all kids right now. It's, it's very tough. You know, they, they need their circle to, of friends. They're, they're even a teacher. They need human interaction. And these kids, unfortunately, nowadays aren't getting it just due to the fact of the lockdown. And it's, it's tough on them. The one thing that I'm starting to see, and it is very tough, is you have to have strategy. Um, I'm not a guy that skis. I'm, I'm from the States. And, uh, you know, you know, complexionly speaking, you don't see a lot of people that are this tall and this dark skiing. But you got to switch things up a little bit. Sometimes when COVID sets itself up and you're not being able to interact with people, you still have to be mentally strong. So I think, Coach, getting outside is important right now. If you can get outside and the weather is going warm, we said healthy, it's important to have a little bit of both. I, I, I ride my bike, but do you think it's important? Fresh, fresh air is great. Why is that? It's great for your body, great for your mind. And, and I think that's important when you look at young athletes, especially you know people close to home, get out for a walk. If you have an animal that 500 meters, that two football fields, if the weather is presenting itself in the way it is, do that. And guess what, coach, how much money do we save them if they make their own lunch? How much money do we save them again? 7,200 with your math. Well, my, I, didn't, I didn't do the math. You did the math. Yeah, you so, said 7,200. Yeah, 12 times 6 is what, 72, right? Add the zeros. I think we should be close. <laughs> but I think about it is if you took the time to save the money, how much clothes could you get for $600 to go outdoors? Could you get yourself a new North Face or a new... Um, no, for sure. get, and those A new set of, of skis, a new set of snowshoes. Exactly. What, whatever, whatever sport you're taking up, you'll have the money. If you want to buy a pair of skates, or nowadays you can even buy used sport equipment and go to, say, for example, in Manitou, Winnipeg, go to, the, go to the forks and go skate on the, what is it, the longest rink in the world? It looks amazing. I was just looking at that. It's funny you bring that up because they've dyed the ice. Um, it's beautiful. And, and it's one of those things is at 38 years old. And then when I use my age, it's like it's never too late to start something new for your kids. I'm afraid of falling on ice. That's why I walk like a penguin. But I want to be able to skate with my daughter. So can you skate, coach? I can skate. You can read and skate, coach. So it looks like we're going to be hanging out a lot because I'm not the strong reader. I'm going to teach you. You know what? I want everybody to understand this. When you have a mentor or you have somebody that's willing to take the time to be able to express teaching and coach, you said it just so eloquently. I'm going to teach you. That's what it's about because you hear me saying I want to learn and you want to teach. So we're going to get ready to get out of here, but I want to make sure that the audience understands this is the push. Uh, this is the coach's corner because I say the push with KB, you can leave uh, your, at the Gmail um, your comments and your concerns. But the coach's corner is leave those comments in there and say, hey, what are some things that we can coach you up on? I can be able to talk about it from my experiences, coaching, talking about it that, but at the end of the day, this is motivation. This is, this is kind of what we're coaching you through, challenging situations and being able to try new things. I'm skating and going back to school and reading a book. If you listen to one of these five topics, which coach is going to recap, and then we're going to get out of here. So you have to recap these coach. And then the last thing, and this is important, who are you taking, Kansas City or Tom Brady? So let's recap the top five, and then we'll talk a little football. Wake up early, number one. Yep. Number two, set daily goals, but please remember they have to be attainable. Exactly. Number three, eat well. Number four, read something positive. And number five, give back. Very simple. And then what we've And added, I told you it last week, and I'm going to tell you again, and my money is going on the goat. <sighs> you know what? I have to go with that. And, and unfortunately, for the audience, most people want me to take, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes for different reasons. But Tom Brady, just the name Tom Brady. experience. Just the, oh. 
Who's more afraid of Tom Brady? Like when you talk about the name, because there's a book that I've read, The 48 Laws of Power, the reputation alone, he's already won the game. His stats speak for themselves. He's proven. I don't know how you bet against a guy. The, the thing that I look about in football compared to any other sports is having the stamina to come back and get the momentum rolling forward, especially on the largest stage. There's not something that he's not afraid of because he's seen it. What he was able to where do. Was, go ahead. Where was Tampa Bay last year? I don't know in Tampa Bay <laughs> at home, not playing football. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And where's Tampa Bay this year? They're in the Super Bowl. Why are they in the Super Bowl? Because of. Because of the GOAT. Because it's, it's not because of the GOAT. It's because of the, the GOAT and the coach. I think when, when, when you look at me and you, you have always been a great coach. I've had different coaches, but us together doing this show is special. We're starting to get great feedback. So that doesn't say that individually we weren't very talented, but when this two, these two energies come together, kind of like with Bruce Arrington and Tom Brady, they got something to prove. Bruce has something to prove. And the one thing that people see behind the scenes, and I'm not going to make it racial by any means, is like you have young and up and coming people that have opportunities. Brian Leftwich is a former quarterback and it's showing it's not how you start, but it's how you finish. Tom Brady was a six round draft pick, you know? And I think about some of the things that you had spoke about when you had some adversity and like, look at you now. That's why I think it's really important to say you just can't give out the GOAT terminology until you do GOAT-like things year after year after year. And if he wins... So there, there's a saying towards that, Kelly. What's that, Coach? Numbers do not lie. Right. And he has the numbers. And guess what? Let's do this. What number? What, what KPI is the biggest number for Tom Brady? Because numbers don't lie, but some numbers don't tell the truth. There's one number that's the most important. What KPI How is... How many rings are on his fingers? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is the most simple thing. Coach, that's why you're the greatest coach right now. You know, that, that's why. Thank, thank you so much. Have a great day. Coach, I look forward Smile to it. Smile and be healthy. Sounds good. I'm getting out of here, and thank you for your time. This is Coach's Corner. We're pushing out of here. Peace.